You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another show by uh, my mind with a with a Stephen Taylor. And now this week, we're going to be talking about all the upcoming projects that we got going on, huh? You're going to really enjoy this one. So, hey, hey, don't get mad. Don't get mad at me. I just say what I want to say, huh? Hey, you listen to Giovanni. It's going to be a good show, huh? Try the gravy. It's a good this week. Welcome back to the My Mind Podcast with Stefan Taylor. And we are, this is episode 54, and I am joined by none other than myself and you guys, the faithful fans. Well, not fans, just listeners. I would say listeners. I take the fans part back. We're not fans. We're, you know, we're friends, aren't we? Or can we be? We'll see. That's okay. That's okay. You don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. So, what's what's been going on? Hmm. Yes. Yes. Same as everybody else, it seems. Yes. Busy, busy, busy. Yep. Not busy. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. Because sometimes I think that when you try to accomplish too much in a week, you're just doomed to kind of have the same kind of failures, you know, they say the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, the same way over and over again and expecting a different result. (laughs) And, you know, as you can see here, we try many things and we try to do it a different way. And we sometimes get the same result. (laughs) We never expect a different one. We always try and go for a different result, but you know, such in lies the problems because there aren't problems. There's solutions. There's solutions to the problems. Are we caught up? Good. Happy with that. So, well, that's good. I'm very happy to hear that you all are good. And th- th- this week has been a momentous week for the My Mind podcast. We, um, we at the at the My Mind family, which is you know, it's a combination of me and shout out James Kurgan and Simon Ricketts, and, and my brother, uh, Sam, and um, my father-in-law, Kim. Who else have we had on? That's it. We've, we've had those guests on. And accumulatively, all of us have gotten to 1,300 1, total plays, which is uh, it's quite substantial. That's huge in my head. You know, because that's like, yeah, it's 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 quite the. Did I say it was episode fifty four? It's episode fifty four of the My Mind podcast. Um, it, it's quite it's quite momentous for me because really, you know, if you listen to an episode a week, then you've got like a whole year worth of um worth of content. Well, a year and two weeks now because there's fifty two weeks in a year. If you don't know now, you know. And it, it it's it's crazy. It's crazy to think, um, just over a year ago that this kind of manifested and 
we do we just started speaking into a into a microphone and, and making some things happen and and there's been people out here there's been I won't say there's been 1300 people listen to it because <laughs> that's not accurate <laughs> you know I listen to it sometimes you know just to to hear like little tidbits and I, I listen to it over to hear like how to correct it I used to not because I used to just um, not have faith in my process but now now I need I, I need to listen to it back because I need to hear you know, am I finishing stories, right? Am I, you know, going through it and that kind of stuff? So, yeah, 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 it was good. It's been good. So, I, d- I just want to say, I just want to take this next minute or two just to just to say thank you because it's been, it's been really, really lovely. It's been really nice and it's been so good to do it and you you guys listen to it and, um, and, and be happy with it. And, and Chef, Chef James, I'm... I'm Happy you got your t-shirt. I expect to see a photo of it somewhere on the Christmas table. I hope you guys did enjoy that. We're, we're trying to, we're going to probably reconvene and do the, we'll probably do the sequel to Matrix Reloaded because that one was just, we, it was so good. You know, I hope you guys found out a little bit more about the Matrix as well and some of the uh, religious kind of nods that the film has. And, oh, we won't, you know, we won't talk about the Matrix stuff now, but. You know, I hope you guys did enjoy that show because uh, um, James and I we had a, we had a, a it was a good back and forth like c- kind of organizing and uh, getting it done. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was really good. And what impresses me about James is that um, it sounds like I'm butt licking, but you know I'm not. He's he's a good friend and he's always been like there for me. And yeah, it it was good. You know, I had all these notes set out and then. He, I don't know if he had notes, but he came in hot fire, man. Hey, it was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, but anyway, you know, we won't start, you know, making out with each other or whatever. <laughs> We're done. But what do you want to talk about? Nothing really has happened to me in all that week. I've just been so shocked that people have been listening this week. <laughs> I know that sounds uh, quite sad, but it, it's a positive as well. Mm, it's really good. I'm really happy. Yeah. So I'm trying to, um, my, my, my friends and I, we've been trying to plan, just trying to do something for the longest time. And I think next year is going to be the year that we actually <laughs> do get together and, and do something. And, and I can feel it. And I know that, that life just gets away and you end up taking different paths. That's that's what it's always going to be like, especially when you work different jobs. You know, if you're in retail or you're a, in the automotive world or you're, a, you know, a, a, a dancer at the Civic Theatre or you're the lead violinist in the Budapest Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> you know, life always takes different turns and different twists. So I think... I think next year, what I'm going to focus on is, is trying to get and just do more things, not necessarily things, um, within the podcast and stuff like that, because I do, I do have like, um, I don't know if you guys heard the excerpt of the soon to be picked, uh, Netflix audio show, uh, from the, the people at the four headed sausage production company. (laughs) Um, we are, we are getting there. Yeah, it's a, it's a slow road. We're um we're, we're still working out a lot of kinks. I've still got a lot of story to write, but it's looking good. If you're listening to this, Adam, shout out Adam. Um, 
I will get onto you this week and not in like a, you know, no homo, just, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get into it. Um, but that, you know, I, I urge everyone to just get out there and because, you, you know, we never want to talk about, you know, what is the kind of thing, right? But you just never know what's going to happen and you never know how long we're quite lucky in the ways of our social media and stuff like that. I always used to frown on it, but we are so lucky to be able to communicate with friends at the kind of drop of a hat. You know what I mean? You can just kind of go, Oh yeah, I can see what he's up to. Oh, he's online. Oh, sick. Um, I'll, 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 I'll see what he's up to and we can catch up verbally. But I think, I think next year I want to see, you know, the important people in my life, um, more physically. <laughs> I want to, I want to see like, you know, my sister more and my auntie more. I want to see what she's up to. She's got some crazy, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get some stories from her and, and, and I'll bring them to the show and we can talk about my, um, my auntie, the crazy butcher. Yeah. You know, one, one day, one, one time, she, my, you gotta understand that my my auntie and I I love her dearly. She's um she is like a mum to me because my mum died when I was quite young, um or when I was born, kind of thing. So I've got like a lot of, um you know I've got my grandma and and um my sister my my yeah my sister and my um and my auntie and they're kind of the the, 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 the women kind of mentors in my life. And I'm very thankful for that to have, um, you know, such different people kind of learn me in a way, but my auntie was there for the bulk of it from when I was kind of eight to, um, uh, really from like when I was born and, but you know, from when my dad died, when I was around eight, she, um, you know, she kind of reared like me and my brother until we were, um, about 16, 17. And, um, she used to get, I was, I wasn't a great kid. I was an okay kid. Um, I did some dumb things, but like we all did dumb stuff when we were kids, you know, like that's just, it just kind of comes with the territory of being a teenager. And like my generation of the teenagers, like it wasn't like grunge. It was like all emo and stuff, but I was like the odd one out. Cause I was still listening to like the doors and like the crew <laughs> and like Johnny Cash and stuff, you know, like I, I was still listening to like really, really old music, like clicking onto some pass that I thought I had, <laughs> you know, like I, I was like into, um, like emo stuff, but not really, you know, not as heavily invested as like some of my friends kind of got into, um, more like heavy metal based music and stuff like that. I was still listening to like NWA and stuff, you know, I was still into like super into ice cube and like Snoop Dogg and stuff. So, you know, uh, you know, I'm a West coast rap kind of guy. Yeah. I like the New York stuff as I've gotten older, but you know, I think ice cube, shout out ice cube is definitely one of my, um, like favorite kind of MCs and like writers for sure. He's just got flavor. Anyway, um, so, you know, I, I was like a bit of a, a bit of a poo kid and I remember one day I just, I just upset her and she's so old school, man. Eh? Like she is crazily old school. Like some of the things that she says on a daily is just like, you really are in a generation, <laughs> you know, you really are like two generations older than, cause it's not like it's politically, and you know, bless her, you know, like she's just living in her time, you know, and that's 
you know, whatever, that's fine. She can do it. She's earned that right. You know, she's one of those old people that she's just earned the right to live however she wants to live now. eh? And we all just need to kind of grim, grim and bear it as it were, you know, so she's, she, I I think I, I, you know, I did an episode dedicated to her because, you know, I love her dearly and she grew up with nothing, absolutely nothing, you know, like picture, like, you know, they're, if, if they're dropping rice on the ground, that's someone in their family that's not eating. You know what I mean? Like, that's how poor they were. <laughs> they didn't come, she didn't come from rich stocks. So, you know, when she could get on a plane and make something overseas, she was definitely going to try and do it, you know? When there's hope, there's got to be, like, hope and practice of hope. You got to get you got to get it and you got to get it done, you know? She's the example of a rags to riches or rags to, like, cleaning rags <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so and she um and uh you know i was like an angsty teenager i did something like you know probably didn't like get up when she wanted me to like help her fix a fence because she's a handy lady as well so she like um she like used to get us to paint the house i remember one day we like spent a whole weekend and obviously because you're a kid you want to go hang out with your friends and we spent a whole weekend painting the house and we only had one roller. No, we had two rollers and she used to roller and my brother used to roller. And she said, she said to me, she was like, I want you to paint the laundry. And I was like, all right, can I have a roller? And she's like, nah. So I had to paint the whole, <laughs> all four walls of this laundry with a paintbrush. That was like that, you know, the, the width of your hand, if you got a big hand, it, it wasn't that big. It was like your average hand. So I'm there for like, oh God, like six hours, eh? Just like painting this wall with a, like a paintbrush. Just like, you know, she's like paint that wall, you know? And, you know, I did it. I persevered and did it and got it done. You know, it was cranky the whole time or whatever, but, you know, got over it. And then we'd finished that house and we'd done it. And she looked back and she was like, not happy with it. <laughs> so the next weekend, we painted the house again <laughs> and we did it to, I think the first time we did it to like a shade of blue, you know, it was definitely a shade of blue. And then the next, the next week we just did it white and I think it was cream before. So we like didn't go, you know, up any shaders. <laughs> we didn't really change the um the kind of brightness of the house but we just painted it all white man eh <laughs> got it done painted the whole house again i did the same wall i, I got a roller this time i will say that i got, I got it done with much efficiency because i think my brother went away and played um afl at the time so it's just uh, her and i when it was her and i it was uh it was hard it's hard living with someone who you're so alike and i'm sure like a lot of people can kind of um relate relate to like more or less is that you know the more you're around someone the more you become them and like slowly i even see it in my parenting you know like i've i've become my auntie in like some ways because i'm so harsh you know it sucks because no, you never want to be that parent you never want to be the parent that's the parent that you didn't like when you were growing up but you know, I slowly see that that's what I'm turning into and I'm trying, I'm always trying, I'm trying to be better. I'm always trying to be, you know, a better parent, which, you know, we all are. And so, um, um, so I, I, sorry, I, I digress. I'm there and I've annoyed her. I've done something to her. I can't even remember what. And 
my punishment was I had to clean the car. I had to clean a car, which doesn't sound like much of a punishment. And then I, I cleaned it, right? Did it all. Excuse me. And then she said, you're not finished. And I said, yeah, the car's clean. The outside's done. I vacuumed the inside. It's all done. What do you want, Yai? Like, it's all finished. And she said, nah. Under it's dirty. <laughs> so, so I had to clean under the car. I had to get under the, she wanted me to get under the car. Well, she made me more or less get under the car and start scrubbing the underside of a car that no one would ever see. No one would ever see the underside of the car, except for the mechanic, maybe. So I had to spend like a whole day cleaning the car and then cleaning the underside of this car, eh? And I'd like to say it was a massive car, but it was just a little Toyota Corolla. So it was like a little hatchback. So it wasn't too bad. But when you're a kid and you've got like car soap going in your mouth from like cleaning and you're cursing, you know, this person that's made you do it at the time. Yeah, it sucks. But you know, that just, it's a kind of testament to who she is. And she's still the same. Like I went down there and... Um, it was crazy because like the conversations I have with her now, they're much the same, except I'm more relaxed because mainly because, you know, I have like a dram of whiskey every night. <laughs> so when she calls, I'm a bit like, I'm, you know, mellowed out from the day. If she called me during work, I'd probably be a bit more high strung. But for the most part, when I'm at home, I've had like a beer or I've had a whiskey. So I'm, I'm much more level headed when she speaks to me. And she calls me up and I didn't realize I had my headset like not on mute. So I like take my headset off. I talk to her and we're just having this crazy conversation about how she's trying to give me this. It was so funny because she's trying to give me this chair. She gave me this chair and she was like, it's a good chair. It's a good chair. You know, you like, um, you or Jess or Ray, you might like really like it. And I was like, um, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't mind if you need to get rid of it. Like I'll, I'll take it for sure. Cause I was looking for a chair and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I said, so why are you getting rid of it? She's like, Oh, I'm getting a new one. I was like, Oh yeah, fair, fair. That's fair enough. And then she was like, I hate this one. <laughs> and I said, yeah, why are you trying to give me a chair that you hate? And she was like, no, no, but you'll like it. You'll like it. It's not good for old people. You'll like it. You'll like it. Like trying to resell me. I already agreed. You know, I agreed to her that I was going to take this chair, but she was like, no, 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 ooh, ooh, back up, back up, back up. You'll like it. You'll like it. I don't like it, but you'll like it. And she described to me it was white. And then I got there and it was pink. <laughs> so, you know, I think her eyes are gone. She's in her 70s. So, you know, bless her. She's, um, you live a, a life as hard as my auntie, then, you know, things are kind of trickle down a bit sooner than you kind of expect them to, which is, you know, sad in itself. But, um, you know, she's still mentally, no, she's still physically tough, eh? Like in the same, the same space of time. So, you know, uh, sorry, the, the next week I said, I'll come down there. I'll I'll come down there next week. And she was like, okay, no worries. Next Tuesday. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come down next Tuesday. And she was like, okay, so the chair is getting here this Saturday. And you're going to come next Tuesday. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, that's not happening. You need to come down this Tuesday. I was like, do you want me to come down tomorrow then? (laughs) And she said, yeah, you need to come down tomorrow and pick up this chair. Because I get my new chair on Saturday. I was like, I don't know if I can, yeah. Like, I've got to go. I've got to organize stuff. And I've got to. 
you know, there's a bit going on. I've already planned my week. I try to plan it a week ahead, like on my days off. And she was like, nah, you have to come and get this chair because I'm getting a new one on Saturday. Otherwise, this chair's going to go out in the rain. It's going to be useless to no one. I was like, oh, God. All right. All right. No worries. Yeah, of course. No worries. Because I don't like arguing with her because it just brings up a lot of stuff from the past. Similar to when you, if you argue with one of your parents or like your significant other, it more or less becomes the argument you had when you're like 15, 16 and they start bringing up like negative stuff. And you know, it's like, ah, uh, I didn't need this one. <laughs> I didn't, I uh, really walked into this trap, you know, so you don't need it, but she, you know, she's good now. And then, so, so I go down there that week and it's like, all right, I move around. I said, no worries. Yeah, I'll get down there, go down there, meet her at a house. And then she's like, uh, this is the chair. I was like, oh, sweet. It's pink. <laughs> God. Okay. No worries. And then Ray sat in it. And, um, for those of you playing home, Ray's my son. And he was like, yeah, nice. This is a good chair. I really like it. And I was like, oh, sweet. He's sold and I'm sold, you know, like it's, it's, it's all good. And so, you know, he sits down and then she's like, just giving me all this stuff, eh? which is, you know, it's like all like old toys and whatever. And, you know, a couple of photos from like when, um, you know, like I was a kid and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm appreciative, but I'm not like too sentimental guy. Like I like photos. I like to look at them, but when they're all through the house, like, um, I'm, I'm very much like a minimalistic person. I know like if some people that have come to my house, probably like, mm, I don't think so, but I'm growing into minimalism. I'm definitely like, somewhat of a hoarder, but I'm trying to grow into being a minimalist person, you know, the, um, Heidi Kuokomo, who's the, the, t- the tidy girl, uh, I can't remember, anyway, um, yeah, so I get there, looking at the chair, Ray's happy, I'm happy, whatever, she's giving me, like, she's giving Ray all these, like, old toys and stuff, he's like, oh, yeah, sweet, this is awesome, and then she's like, can you help me, like, move this stuff, and I said, why, what do you want to move? She's like, oh, I just want to move this bed and move a couple of things. I was like, okay, no worries. I said, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm painting the house. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to paint it around Christmas time. I said, why, why don't you want to like come and have like Christmas with us? And she's like, no, nah, I'm going to paint the house. I'd rather paint the house than go and eat with you guys. And I was like, oh, fair enough. That's what you want to do, man. Hey, that's, that's fine. Hey. So I'm helping her lift this stuff and my auntie by no means, like I've seen this, I've seen her like pick up some heavy stuff. I watched her chop down like a full tree, you know, she, um, you meant to have a chainsaw license, but she didn't have one. So she just asked the neighbor and said, can I borrow your chainsaw? And he was like, yeah, for sure. Do you have a license? She was like, yeah, <laughs> just took it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then she cut down this tree with no knowledge. Eh? <laughs> she just, <laughs> cut this tree you know like you see it in the shows they make like a wedge like nah none of that was happening (laughs) she just yeah yep she just cut it straight where she wanted to cut it and then we just pushed it (laughs) in the kind of direction yeah fence went down but it's okay (laughs) it's all good the tree came down and she was happy with that so you know it's all done so it's like all right well I'll, i'll move this stuff Cause you know, I'm, I'm young and virile. I can move stuff, you know, no worries. And I go to move this cabinet and it's heavy. Eh? I'm like, Oh geez, I can't ask her for help. I'm just going to try and struggle and do it. I'll do it bit by bit by bit by bit. And she's like, 
you get the other side, I'll get this side. I was like, yeah, it's all right. I'll, I'll get it. You know, just give me a second. She was like, nah, on the other side, I'll get this side. And before I know it, she's lift this thing like a foot in the air. And I'm like trying to like struggle to grab it. And she's like, Phoom! and moves it forward, moves it forward. It's like, yep, that's enough. And I was like, I have, I barely moved my side and that's enough. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I can get behind it and paint there. It's like, okay, whatever. So we go to do the bed and the same thing happens. You on that side, I'm on this side. <laughs> I said, okay, no worries. I get on this side, I get on this side. I go down there and I, I lift it up. And I go, oh, hang on. Hang on, it's starting to break. And she's like, nah, just do it quick. <laughs> just whoosh, whoosh, done. Easy. Bingo, bango, bongo. Done. Anyway, that's... um. So she, my, my auntie's doing well. Yeah, she's um still tough as gardening. She swims. I think that's her secret. Like, she just swims a lot. She, ever since I was little, she's always gone and swam an hour or two every morning. She gets up at four o'clock, sometimes three o'clock and goes for a swim. I remember when my sister lived in Bondi and she got me up. My auntie got me up. I was about 4.30 in the morning. She's like, we're going for a swim. I was like, oh, I'd really rather not. <laughs> I'm like 14. It's like, I'd rather not go for a swim. I'd rather just like, you know, go to sleep and then watch The Simpsons on Fox 8 for 16 hours. You know, that's what I'd rather do. It's like, nah, nah, that's not happening. So she gets me up and then we go down to like this rock pool at Bondi Beach. It's like the the iceberg, they call it like the iceberg club because it's so cold. And she was like, we're going to go swim here. It's like, why? <laughs> why are we swimming here? It's like, it's good for you. It's good for you. Wake up, you shock the system and you go- it's good for you. And I'm like, you know, come from the car, heat is on, I'm still asleep, really, and she gets out, puts a swimming cap and goggles on, and then, you know, gets the swimmers on or whatever, and then just jumps straight in the water, man, hey, just starts swimming, just starts swimming and doing laps like it's like a heated pool, then she, she like, does two laps, and she's, like, waving me over, come on, come on, come on, (laughs) come on, get get in there, and I'm like, oh, God, you know, I don't want to fight. Never want to fight with her. So it's like, all right, I get in there and I dive in and I dead set. I feel every external part, my toes, my fingers, my eyebrows, you know, my meat and two veg just like go into my colon. <laughs> like everything, I've turned into a turtle. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was the most traumatic thing and you know she was right at the end of the day like it did feel great I felt really really great afterwards but it was so shocking it was it was just so shocking I was so shocked I did not expect any of that at 4 30 in the morning <laughs> I did not I did not expect to be so cold so quick so fast <laughs> yeah it was shocking you know there's lessons with my auntie yeah, it's crazy. She's a crazy lady. But, you know, love her all the same. I'll tell you another one, a really funny one. We're, um, she, she's always, she's like the kind of cooker of the family, right? She just cooks. And that's probably what made me, actually didn't make me want to be a chef, actually, because she was so mean in the kitchen. I remember she was like, come and help, come and help. And I was like, all right. And I went in there and she had like some water on the boil and I just stirred the water and she's like, you can't help by stirring water. And I was like, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> I'm out of here. 
go away. I don't want to help any more than if you're just going to pick on me. You know, this moody teenager. So I went and sat down and, you know, did nothing. and just sold. She just laughed at me, you know. It's like, idiot. <laughs> fool. Can't do anything. So, you know, definitely didn't make me want to be a chef. Because she's, she's supportive, but in her own very offensive way. <laughs> and... You know, so she's always been the cooker and she used to make these, she still does, I think. She, um, she makes these garlic prawns and it's like Thai style, you know, it's all fresh ingredients in lemongrass, coriander, garlic, uh, fresh prawns, you know, this, um, onion in it and stuff. And it's all like fresh and really vibrant, you know, she, you, cause it's Thai food. Thai food is generally like, um, quite fresh, you know, all the ingredients are fresh and the secrets in the sauces kind of stuff. And so, you know, she makes this banging freaking what do the kids say bussin it's bussin it's a bussin no it ain't bussin it's just really really good and so you know she makes these sick garlic prawns eh and you know so she's pumping them out every christmas that we've had so it's a bit shocking that she's not going to do it this year but it's okay you know i'll hit her up it's all good it's all good and one year my um godfather not at christmas time mind you just like out of the blues just like oh um, yeah, like, how do you make these garlic prawns? Like, I want to make it. And she was like, nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> it was like, oh, why? Like, you know, like, you know, everyone enjoys them. They're all, they, you know, they're always really nice. Like, oh, I want to know how to make it. And she was like, nah, no chance. I'll never tell you. And he was like, oh, why? It's like, cause it's mine. <laughs> it's my thing. <laughs> it's, it's the thing I'm, you know, like I, I, I do it. No one else gets to do it. You know, it's my thing. It's it's my recipe. It's my stuff. I'll do, I, I do it. You don't do it. No one else does it. And he was like, well, is it like some secret recipe? Like, what 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 the heck? What's going on? You know, I can't, what do you mean I can't make garlic prawns? And she was like, yep, I'll take it to my grave. No one else is finding out what's in these garlic prawns. <laughs> you know, she's funny about stuff like that. Eh? She's like, you know, nah, no way. I remember I asked her what, like, what was in this tiger cry thing, this herb thing. And she was like, salt. I was like, what else? You know, what else is in it? I tried to identify it. There's like some puffy rice in it. There's like garlic salt, onion salt. Oh, sorry, garlic powder, onion powder, maybe like a celery salt, something like that, or a fenugreek or something, you know, something like something similar. And, you know, that all I've got now to is like onion. <laughs> And that's it. That's all I know what's in it. Yeah. She never tells me. Never tells me anything. Which is, you know, it's part of the appeal as well. Like, I don't mind. Because I get it. That's how she is. But, you know, other people. <laughs> one of my friends, we were we were at one, we were there at one night uh, when we were real, real young. Maybe I was, we were like 10, 11. And we used to play with Digimons. I don't know if you had Digimons when you guys were growing up. If you did, they were little like square or circular things. similar to like Tamagotchis. And you used to be able to tab them to get like sick beasts and stuff. And he and I stayed up till the sun was coming up. And just tabbing Digimons. Just trying to get sick Digimons. And my auntie just opens up the door. She just says, go to bed. And that was it. He looked at me. I looked at him. We we're both so scared. And we just both was like, yep, yep. Sleep, sleep sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was crazy. 
And I feel like a, a lot of stories that my friends have about her is just her being like really intimidating <laughs> and me just being a fool and antagonizing her. Yeah. Yeah. I was like probably not the greatest to her growing up. And I, I do regret that because not to get like all soppy and stuff, but I do wish that I'd just been a bit more aware of what she was, the burden that she had to carry with taking on two, a, a 10 year old and an eight year old and her being like in her, uh, her late forties and like early fifties. Like I just don't, I, I could, I didn't comprehend that when I was young for many reasons. Cause you know, I was eight <laughs> when my dad died. So like, I didn't really understand what she was going through. All I kind of took from it was what I was going through and what my brother was going through. That's kind of the only things that I, um, that I was kind of comprehending, not anyone else's like views. And, you know, looking back now, I can just see that she put everything, everything on hold for, for us kids, you know, like she worked a whole life to get, to a point where she maybe didn't have to work or maybe she could like take it easy. And then, you know, something like this happens and she has to start all over again and do the same thing that she just went through. She just went through having nothing and helping raising a family. And then, you know, her like friends, her friend dies and she just says, okay, I'm going to, take care of these kids and there's there's nothing out there's nothing else that matters is I'm gonna I'm just gonna take care of these kids and you know she'll always have I'll always have it back where she she might go batshit crazy and stab someone put someone in a box you know like bury them six feet under but I'll always I'll always have her side and her back whether she's right or wrong it wouldn't it would never matter to me because of what she did for like um, my brother and I when we were growing up. Oh, always, always. I'd cover for her 100%. You know, and I'm not saying she's put someone in a box, but you know, you live the life that she lived in Thailand. I'm sure you've seen some shady stuff <laughs> to say the least. You know, she's not a bad person inherently. She's just a good person that's seen bad things, which, um, you know, it sucks. You know, I don't mean to get too mushy and sad about it, but I really do. I'm just thankful. Just thankful for her. So thank you. Thank you, I. I know you'll never listen to this, but if you do, I'm I'm very grateful. And, you know, just be kinder to people. <laughs> just maybe you don't need to be so mean. And I'll tell you this when I speak to you tomorrow. Okay, so don't worry. We will speak about this. Um but, you know, we'll, we'll change the subject. What else do we got? What else do you want to talk about? Can we talk about my Spider-Man? Hashtag freeing Spider-Man. It's not going well. If anything, they just keep throwing more Spider-Man related content at me <laughs> to kind of um, antagonize me. I feel like that's like in this war of information is... See, now, like, it's, it's at that point where I'm tweeting it and I'm replying to it and I'm replying to... Like if they put up a Spider-Man related interaction or whatever, I'm putting, you know, something on there 
and then they're just putting more Spider-Man related content and they're like trying to overwhelm me, you know what I mean? They're trying to blitzkrieg me. They just want to put so much content out there of Spider-Man related stuff within the Marvel Avengers game that I can't respond to all of it. So like every time I put like a negative thing there about freeing Spider-Man and like, you know, trying to get him on Xbox, they just put another thing out there. They don't delete the tweet. They just put so much out there that you can't find my tweet. <laughs> so they're burying me. They're trying to bury me in information, which is, you know, I'm a hunter gatherer. I, I can make it work. <laughs> I, I, I can make it work. I'm, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep persevering, man, because eh? that would be the best Christmas present is to be able to play, you know, a kind of half version of a half version of Spider-Man on Xbox that isn't the amazing Spider-Man 2 game. Because that sucks, man. I don't want to play him on Fortnite. Like, it's just not my jam. I'm just not into... I'm not even into playing it with my son at the moment. I just don't want to touch Fortnite. I'm really boycotting it. I've just had enough of that building shooting game. If I want to shoot stuff, I'll play a shooting game. If I want to build stuff, I'll play Minecraft. You know, like, I might even play Ark. I should probably should play Ark more, you know, my friend, my friends are super into it at the moment, so I probably should jump into that a little bit more, give that a bit more of a, a bit more time in the sun, you know what I mean, so, yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know, but, so, it's not going well, but I'm going to persevere, I'm going to keep going, my friend has agreed to um, retweet stuff that I've put out there, so, you know, we're, we're, we're slowly but surely, we're very young in the whole Twitter world, so, you know, we're getting there. We're going to get there. Yeah. Actually, the, the, the thing that kind of disturbs me about Twitter is that it's just so... As soon as, as soon as it's on Twitter, yeah, you can delete it, but people are so quick that they just freaking, like, screenshot it. And then it's on there. It's on there forever. You know, like, it's posted by a different... This is what I'm finding out with, like, all, like, MMA-related content and news is that it's, it's just so, it's so crazy. It is so crazy. Cause you know, a, a, you know, someone will say something and then it'll be deleted and they'll say, Oh, you know, delete a text by so-and-so. And then the next day it'll pop up as a screenshot that someone screenshotted. And then as, as the actual post, so it's like, they may as well have just left the post there because it's just going to get screenshot and flashed around anyway. You know, all information that you put out there is usable against you. It's like, when they read the rights in like law and order and stuff <laughs> and they're like, you know, you've got the right to remain silent. Everything you say or do will be used against you in a court of law. You have a right to an attorney. If you don't agree to one, then the state will provide one. Is that kind of the, that's how much law and order I've watched. That's, I think that's the gist of it. I think, Hey, yeah, that's how it feels. You know, anything you say, that's, that should be like the guideline, the, 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 like the bylaws of Twitter. Anything you say will and can be used against you in a future time online. <laughs> so don't bother deleting it because it will be retweeted and screenshotted and shown back to you <laughs> at an appropriate time. Because I'm sure there's going to be something dumb I say on Twitter and someone's going to screenshot it and send it to me. Whether it be my friends or my friends are friends and they'll show it to someone because that's just the, that's just the way it is. It'll, it'll just happen like that. Um, I'll tell you, I, I think, uh, I'm trying to watch. No, I did watch. Sorry. Uh, I fin I finished, uh, not last week, but the week before we're talking about Cowboy Rebop, Bebop and the, the kind of live action, uh, remake with John Cho. 
It's good. It's good. It's definitely a play. It plays out a little bit different, but at the same time, it plays out exactly like the anime, which I think is awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. They've done a really good job of structuring the story in a way that it reflects a new-ish story, but also reflects the kind of high points of the original anime, which makes it even better. Like, that makes it so cool, man, Hey, That, yeah, it's a live-action version of the anime, which is, oh, I, you know, I just imagine it hard to do. Even with something like Cowboy Bebop, where it has real people, there's not too many, like, aliens and stuff like that. And everything's just future, future, space, travel or whatever. But they just do a really good job of, like, kind of recreating it. And the technology. I mean, there's some things that are like, eh, graphical-wise, like, that's not great. Or CGI, like, oh, that's not great. But they're all possible things. I don't know how I'm on, on, how on board I am with, like, the Faye Valentine character. Just because I feel like in, in, in the anime, she's, like, more... I won't say over-sexualized, but she just does more she's less on board with the cowboy bebop because she like it takes her longer to get on board than it does in the show which i understand for writing reasons it makes sense if you're going to show her in the promos and whatever it makes sense that she kind of joins somewhat straight away but it but it's like more and they they missed out without spoiling anything there's like a scene where she gets to look back at like her past and there's like a whole episode dedicated to how they try and unlock it and they kind of just overlooked that part which I was a bit disappointed in when you watch it you if you've watched the original anime and then watch the um the live action show you'll know what I'm talking about but if not then you know we'll talk about it later remind me and we'll talk about it later but yeah they didn't really they didn't really touch on that as much as I thought which sucked yeah, because that was really interesting to me, especially because it's, you know, set in the time it's set. But it's really good. I recommend it. I recommend it. But I like I said, Cowboy Bebop such an iconic show for me that that was kind of like the birth. It was like that, Evangelion, and um, Ghost in the Shell. Like when I seen those animes, I was like, wow, this is like... This is like what an adult show looks like in Japan. <laughs> like it doesn't look like Tango and Cash and Demolition Man and like The Last Boy Scout. Like it looks like Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> it's like lanky dudes with like American, Japanese dudes with like American accents and stuff. But yeah, John Cho got the walk down pad, eh? Like he is such, he doesn't look 100% like Spike Spiegel, but he's the way his character is Spike Spiegel, you know what I mean? Like his, the character that he's made and the way he walks and the way he moves and the way he talks is how Spike Spiegel like talks and walks in the show. So yeah, I commend you. Shout out Cowboy Bebop. This is awesome. Good job. Good job guys. eh? And you pick, and you got like the original girl to do the music as well. So it's all just like really cool. jazz man <laughs> that bebop style i think one one thing i didn't enjoy was jet black's character how they made him like super knowledgeable on like jazz which i just can't remember him being in the anime like it was just more of 
the jazz was just around him. It was more of a throwback, like bebop being the style of um, improvisational jazz. But I think it creates like, it makes that character a little bit more than, it makes him more three-dimensional rather than two-dimensional, having him just be, you know, this um, this one storyline kind of guy. You know, giving him like an interest in music or art or something like that kind of creates like a different kind of um, like level to the character as it were. You know what I mean? So it kind of creates, so instead of just being a cop, an ex-cop turned like bounty hunter, you know, he was a cop that had a life, enjoyed music, loved music so much to the point where he would always talk about it and always plays it. And that kind of creates like the undertones, like his character creates like other talking points for other like characters and for him to like pique his interest in other ways, going to jazz clubs and, you know, creates, creates levels, man. There's levels to this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's levels, there's levels of this, um, of these anime shows. Sorry, just having a dram of the whiskey. But I think, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up there because next week I want to talk about some Hawkeye stuff. The episode, by the time this recording comes out tomorrow, the episode would have come out yesterday, if that makes sense. Yeah, so we'll stop here and, you know, we'll get it done. So you've heard the music, the music's come on, the lights have dimmed down low, or the lights have come up, because that's what happens in a cinema. It's been so long, I think. The last movie I seen was The Joker in the cinema, which was um, whenever The Joker came out. That was kind of the last movie I seen in cinema, I think. Hmm. Maybe not. When did The Joker come out? 2019 or 2020? Hmm. I can't remember now. Maybe it was Avengers Endgame. It was the last one I seen in cinema. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, you've heard the music. It's come on. It's come on again now, probably. And that, as you know, is time to wrap up our little Rinky Dink show. And as always, if you have enjoyed the show, if you've enjoyed my um, sob stories about my Arnie and how she was just, you know, a hard as nails kind of person, then maybe she would really enjoy it. And, you know, she might tell you to do it really directly and call you some names as well, because that's what she's world famous for, is calling people names. <laughs> she, um, you know, you can drop a review on iTunes or Google or wherever you can drop reviews. You can just review the podcast there and, you know, hey, don't forget, actually, before I forget, you can go to Amazon Music and you can follow the podcast on there. And Amazon Music actually right now are doing three, three, the number three, free, like I'm going to give you stuff, free, um, three free months at the moment for their Amazon Music app which is pretty cool, you know, it's free stuff, Jeff Bezos, he's got free money to give away, you know, so that's pretty cool, you can join it for free, and then listen to the podcast on there, and see how that stacks up against Spotify, or whatever, you know, or, you know, listen, I'm not pressuring, I'm just saying, free stuff, it's pretty good, and, you know, you can go, you can leave a five-star review on, um, because we would really appreciate it here at the uh, Four-Headed Sausage Production Company, we would all, we would really appreciate uh, just some more love, really, if not, that's cool too. Um, you can go to the Facebook page as well 
or the Facebook group, which is My Mind with Stephen Taylor or My Mind uh, Facebook group or Facebook page. I can never remember which one's which, but you know, you can go there, check it out. And you can also follow the story on Instagram, which is My Mind Podcast, which is M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. Or you can follow me on Twitter, which is under the same kind of moniker, which is My Mind Podcast, M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. And that's it, I think. Is that all the plugs? We do the plugs at the end because I like them at the end. You know, if you guys are enjoying the show, I really appreciate it. And thank, thank, thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next week.